When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome to another video and audio podcast from Fantasy Football Scout. Janny, it's been a while since you and I did a team selection video. There's a lot to talk about looking back. I mean, it's been the longest game week ever, isn't it? So boring. <laughs> it's so long. And with that, I don't mind going weeks without a game week. That's fine. It's more the fact that there's this one fixture hanging over our heads. Yeah, After the 23rd of January, we're now waiting till the 5th of Feb. And it's just like, oh, I just, you know, we don't expect much to happen in that fixture, but you never know. Especially because there's some out there with captaincy on what the players like, most Dennis benched very uh, carded, but King as well. So who knows? I was going to say at least, at least you know the majority of us will go into this game with our captain still. But oh wait, no, because a lot of people captain Dennis, like yourself, who we're yeah. going to talk about. So you haven't yeah. got any. Well, you've got you've got you have got someone else. We've got potentially two players to be excited about. You've got triple Watford in your starting lineup. You're mm-hmm. rocking with double uh, double Watford attackers. Uh, and that could be one of the reasons why you're thinking of pressing the wildcard button. It's definitely an option. Definitely an option, <laughs> the wildcard. Um, I think we all like to just wait and hold for second wildcard, especially, and certainly chip usage. We like to just do what everyone else is doing, right? We always go, oh, let's wait and see what that person tweets. So let's wait for that right up from late riser on scout and see what he's doing with his chips and then we all just do the same because it's like he's spent so many hours thinking about it he's one of the world's best managers his chip strategy must be accurate but i really don't buy that like chip strategy should be personal to the team and the individual and therefore wildcard is is always an option but slightly more so this week for me suppose what you're saying is don't copy my team uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are you looking at the wildcard no no no, I'm not. no I'm, I'm i'm in pretty good shape um, I think I think like you say it is personal because I mean when when you've got Chelsea players and you've got Watford strikers you haven't got an easy route to sell you know you haven't got any United players this isn't just your team by the way this is just like, <laughs> generally speaking um, you know sometimes using the wild card is the way to kind of get ahead because otherwise you're constantly chasing those those points and you're sort of behind you know by by one week or two weeks every week so the wild card yeah. just lets you get a step ahead so I can completely see why people are thinking about it given that we've got all these blanks you know Chelsea blanks Brighton double game week and a blank Liverpool got a blank in a bit you know Salah's coming back there's there's so much change to me it does feel like the right time to wildcard if if your team needs it um cool so we are going to look at that in a second just before we do that let's just take a look like we always do at Fantasy 5 we can't actually do our selections uh, this week because the game hasn't uh, actually kicked off yet. But I want to point people towards Fantasy Five because, yeah, we, we do this every week. Um, I play every week. Um, it's a great sort of complimentary game to FPL. Uh, Fantasy Football Scout are partnered with them. You can win £10,000 every week and it's completely free to play. Uh, there's also a Fantasy Football Scout mini league, um, which has £100 prize monthly for the person who gets the most uh, points. And all you've got to do is pick five players across five different games who outscore their fantasy target. Sounds really easy. It's deceptively hard uh, to do. But if you haven't played Fantasy 5 before, give it a go. There's links in the description. 
um, and the next uh, game will launch for the next round of fixtures coming up. Right, points. Let's have a look at your game week 23. Oh, I know. Uh, so I haven't actually got your points on the screen. Um, you're currently having an absolutely awful week. I, you know, I, I don't want to sugarcoat it. Jenny, because no, don't. I, I don't think you can sugarcoat it. You're on 19 points. Uh, you've got Foster maybe to play, but he's currently on zero. If he doesn't play, you get to Haya with six off the bench, which would be Foster nice. Foster will play because Roy Hodgson loves him and he's back training. Roy Hodgson had him as his England keeper, or he was in England squad. Foster definitely starts, which is annoying. You think? You think? I'm not so sure. I think Backman might might get it. I just, I just based on, Sam based on, based day. on what? Why, why, what's Batman done to to deserve that that number one spot over Roy's boy, boy uh, Ben? Well, he was he was Roy's boy's Ben about what five <laughs> years ago? Like he's, I don't know. I, I guess he has got the Premier League experience, and and that might be something that Hodgson looks for. It depends whether he's kind of looking to build for the future or just keeping them safe this year, which I, I guess is is probably the latter. So it could be. I just yeah. don't think Batman's done anything wrong. No, he's he not. And he doesn't wear he a GoPro. He pulled out some worldly saves. He, yeah, yeah, he, he, uh, he pulled out some worldly saves a few weeks back, Backman as well. But I don't know, they were even linked to Henderson. It made me think mm. Roy Hodgson isn't isn't totally like happy with the goalkeeping situation. Like Foster's age, Backman perhaps not good enough. To be linked with Dean Henderson as like a deadline day move, I thought, okay, maybe it's still up for grabs, that goalkeeper spot. But I do expect Foster to come in. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I hope he well, does. I hope he doesn't. Six points from De Gea, and you know, I'm not going to get Mason Mount six points either. My only two returns are on the mm, bench. They are indeed. Yes. Well, you, you did get assist from Jossa, uh, but also you've got yeah. Cancelo, Trent, Alonso. I mean, you know, that is like the three most attacking defenders you can basically have in this game, and they've got two, two, one between them. So that sums up this week for for a lot of people. Um, Jossa with your only return with five. Foden with two, Bowen with two, Saka with three. I mean, all had good fixtures as well. Like Bowen was up against United Defence, who've been really poor lately. Saka against Burnley, Foden against Southampton. You'd back on all of those players to potentially get something. And then up front, oh my God, Antonio with two. Jao Pedro, you bought in, um, got zero. Does have another game. You'd think he's going to definitely play uh, the next game, at least against Burnley. But then... I don't even want to say it. It's 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 Dennis with a minus two as your captain. Have you ever captained a player with a negative score before? I don't think so. And what makes it even worse was I only bought Dennis in last week for a minus four. So my returns off Dennis this season are massively into the minus figures. Like I've never had Dennis until last week where I bought last game week where I bought him in for a point four hit. So he's cost me dear, dear. Yeah, uh, not happy with that. I, I, I do look at the Jao Pedro signing and I, I do have to smile to myself because obviously <laughs> everyone was talking about, do we double up with Watford attack? And if we do, it's Dennis and King. Which one do we captain? And I was just like, do you know what? How boring. Like, if we're going to double up on Watford attack, I'm not going to go and take King or Dennis if I've got the other one. There's this kid, Jao Pedro, who's actually cheaper and just as likely to score, in my opinion. Like, he's been as good as the others admittedly pretty poor <laughs> in the last few weeks and I just thought yeah let's go for a pun I didn't want to tweet it I didn't want to tell anyone so I, I waited until 31 which I think was the deadline 30 was the deadline 31 I posted my team and late riser did exactly the same and again I don't think he advertised or told people and I was like yes late riser's gone Jao Pedro what a signing that is from Batici um 
because <laughs> irate late riser is one of the best managers in the world and then obviously all right you keep saying that you know yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah i mean um and i um i then watched him blank like all the others anyway and no doubt against burnley jao pedro will blank and king will probably go and score to really bury sort of for the final nail in the coffin but i just thought it was funny i just went for him because he was like 0% owned and thought i want a one-week pun i might be wildcarding next week Let's just have a have a play with it. Yeah, I mean, in, inspired. Inspired. It's why I transfer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I must say though, he was he was slightly more fun watching than King or mm. Dennis. Like he he was the brightest spark. He did have some shots, but yeah, I mean, Watford are dreadful. What was I thinking? Double Watford attack. It's, it's a shame because I think Watford attack have got some options. I think you know, Sars obviously was really good at the start of the season. I think Jao Pedro will eventually be the kind of one of the first names on the team sheet. I think he's got loads of quality there. Dennis as yep. well. I mean, he's he's gone a bit off since the whole AFCON thing. What's going on there? What isn't? Um, I mean, obviously the two yellow cards. And like, I look at that attack and think, you know, that is a that is an attack that gives us some options at least. But then, you know, the rest of the team doesn't. Um, but yeah, it's just it was just a week of... It's just a week where just, you were just punished by everything. You tried to be different. You were punished. You tried to go with the template. You were punished. It, you know, the the only the only sort of victors I think in this were were the De Bruyne captains who obviously got you know well an assist and some bonus, which you know kind of sums it up. All the Dean buyers. Yeah. Um, who, who got in early kind of everyone else was, was just a bit of a bit of a flop that was my transfer if I didn't go João Pedro it was Alonso out to Dean but I yeah. got blinded by the double and so now Dean move is delayed a week or two yep and again that that's double. the problem right because yeah. now now instead of being ahead of the curve you're behind the curve you're you know, transferring Dean it means you can't move for Salarisi or, or Ronaldo or, or these guys yeah. um, so I think I think you know a week like this week is is what's factoring into people's decisions to wildcard quite a bit because you have a really bad week and you think, oh, I need to like massively shake up my team. But looking at your looking at your points here, how many how many of these players before we come onto the wildcard are you kind of happy with? Because I, I, you know, when you're thinking about the wildcard, you need to look at your team and think, okay, do I want to get rid of sort of five or six half my half my squad? Mm-hmm. You really? probably do, right? I would say. Yeah, yeah. I'd I'd say. I mean, I'm happy with the goalkeepers. They'd probably stay. Yep. Cancelo, Trent, obviously. Jota, Foden, Bowen, I am. But then that front line, I'd probably want to mm. get rid of all of them. Now, Antonio does play Watford. The hardest sell on wildcard would be selling Antonio before he plays Watford. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to see how Watford looked defensively against Burnley because maybe under Roy, they will be tighter at the back. And actually having single West Ham attack is enough. Saka is a weird one. He's got a couple of blanks coming up. But Saka is very much a player I would like to keep. But obviously on a wild card with the blanks in mind, I would be selling as well. So it's it's not a huge amount of change. Like, sure, I'm going to upgrade my um, my bench. Like, Regalon would probably go because, again, like we saw him miss out last time. Diop would go. But it's not like I'm making wholesale changes. The core of the team does stay the same. You know, your Liverpool and City players stay the same. Bowen. But then the fringe players around it would move on. So there would be enough to justify it, for sure. Yeah. Let's take a look at how you're set up for 25, 24, obviously. Um, so this is this is without using the wild card. So you'd have De Gea in goal against Burnley. Uh, Trent, uh, Cancelo and Regulon would come in, who's... I mean, I don't really know what's going on with, with Regulon at the moment, missing games. He's had a break now. Hopefully he's getting over whatever... He must have like a little persistent injury or something that's just keeping him out yeah. of the score because there's absolutely no reason why he shouldn't be one of the first names on the team sheet yeah. under Conte. Yeah. So there's got there's got yeah. to be something going on. If he doesn't play in the FA Cup this weekend, as or he's benched, 
that might be the thing that tips me over mm. the edge to wildcard. Like I know, I know it's ridiculous to say you're wildcarding because Reglon's injured or not starting. That wouldn't be the case at all. Well, it would be, but that that's not the only reason. There is always a line as to where you might wildcard, and that line might be hit should Reglon not be first eleven. Because otherwise, I'm not going to field eleven players this week. Well, no. Well, you might. I mean, you'd have Diop that would come in. Yeah, but he's not starting. He was dropped last time out because someone's back fit. Is Ogbon, is um, a Zoom is no, back, Zoom well, is back yeah. fit. So yeah. Zoom and Dawson now. I was really hoping Diop would sign for Good Newcastle point. on deadline day. Diop was heavily linked with Newcastle, and I was like, "Come on, I'll have a Diop starter." No, <laughs> when you're when you're desperate for Diop to sign for Newcastle, <laughs> you know, there's, there's probably some some issues with your with your team. Yeah, now I see what you mean. Yeah, so he's actually a red now. So yeah, you have you have got no bench this week. Um, elsewhere, you've got Jota, you've got him captain at the moment. We'll talk about that in a sec. Foden, Bowen and Saka, who you like. So you like all four of, of those players. Yeah. Um, you'd probably keep three of them and drop Saka, but I mean, Saka's not a, not a bad a bad pick. And then up front, I mean, up front looks pretty dire, doesn't it? I mean, Antonio, Pedro and, and Dennis. I mean, Watford, West Ham could have goals in it. Neither of the teams are particularly good defensively. But mm-hmm. rocking three forwards from one game, I mean... <laughs> Which is going to be nil-nil. <laughs> Which, yeah. Three forwards and Bowen from, from one game. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's heavy, isn't it? That's it so, is. and, and I guess, especially because I think I'm going to be underwhelmed by some of those forwards in the FA Cup. Because this weekend is a big weekend to scout players. Like, the new players that have joined as well, like a few in the chat, I think FPL Focus and Lynn have both said about waiting on new signings. I'm absolutely from that school of thought as well. But it doesn't necessarily mean I need to wait to see them in the Premier League. Maybe I see those new signings in the FA Cup and then they become part of my World Cup plans. You know, I don't know, Kulazewski or Veghorst or whoever, maybe they form part of our thinking. But yeah, I don't like that front three for this weekend as at all. And I must admit, the more I look at it, the more I'm thinking maybe wildcard is a really serious <laughs> option. I do have a free transfer and I do have a ton of money in the bank. Well, I, well, I was, I was going to say, Go on. Uh, thank you, um, Nugrams, for noticing my little briefcase, uh, little briefcase in the, of cash. Oh, the I thought that was an advert. I thought that was a pop-up ad. <laughs> no, well, you can click on it if you want, but it won't, it won't take you anywhere. No, that is that is to symbolise how much money you've got in the bank. Because I looked at this team and I thought, what the hell has Gianni done here? <laughs> this is like... This there's no premium options at all, but you have got 8.5 million in the mm. bank. I saw Ronaldo means, to Jao Pedro last week. Yeah, exactly. So you <laughs> could easily move for Ronaldo if you wanted to, or Salah, for example. You could take a hit and 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 move this round. So I don't know. What's your, what's your feelings on on Salah? Because it, it looks like Egypt are well, Egypt are progressing very deep yeah. into the tournament. If they make it to the final, it's going to be kind of four days before their match. They've signed Diaz now. I I would be surprised if Salah started that game against Leicester. Personally. Yeah, I'm so I'm so not sure. I tweeted a couple of weeks ago to say I think he starts. But at the same time, I tweeted that thinking he wouldn't get to the semi-finals because Egypt hadn't started the tournament that no, well. No, they didn't look so good at all, like, did they? Yeah, and even even in their two knockout games, like one went to Pens, the other was an extra time added time winner. Like they were both tight games and Morocco should have won it. It was a worldly save, 85 minutes in. Such a good save for an Egypt keeper. The goalkeeper injured his groin making yeah. the save and had to go off. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, another story. But it does mean, okay, my plan for Salah, which was, oh, not only do I get Salah, no one else does, because I've got the money in the bank and I can go Mason Mount to Salah in one move. Now it's, 
Salah might not play. Oh, and actually, United have got a double and we all want United assets. And I'm like, oh, when I had this plan, United didn't have a double and Salah was going to be available. Now, if Egypt lose the semi-final, does Salah play that third place playoff? I expect he does, but there's some speculation and it is only speculation. Maybe he would be able to go back to Liverpool early and not play that third place game. I still think the third place game is a sort of big deal. You might remember England played in it and did play the reserve, the second, the squad players. I don't think Egypt would. I think they play Salah. But yeah, even if he plays the final or that third place playoff, it's still four days. Did we win He's that? Got a I can't even remember. I can't remember either. <laughs> I can't remember who it was against. <laughs> Is it Belgium? I have absolutely I no idea. It's on the chat on now. I mean, that's, we should definitely know that given that we're here talking about football. But yeah. Yeah, I, don't think, I feel, I don't like, think we won I feel it. like England played all the squad players that hadn't got minutes yeah. during the tournament. I think we lost. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking at it thinking, yeah, maybe it's too risky to go Salah. Annoyingly, Liverpool play Thursday night and the FPL deadline is 6.30 UK time on Tuesday. So we might not have even heard from Jurgen Klopp then. We might not even have pictures of Salah training by then. Mm. We probably won't have pictures of Salah training by then. So it'll be past deadline. So again, I don't know if I make that move. Maybe I go Mount to Bruno. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Or maybe I go Salah and go without United, but then bring in United next week or possibly wildcard next week. I'm, I'm, I must admit, I'm all over the place, but I will know way more once I've I test scouted this weekend in the FA Cup and when we know more about Egypt and Salah. So that Tuesday, I'll probably be making my decision on Tuesday and I'll hope that we either hear from Klopp or see Salah back in the country. Yep. Uh, we lost 2-0 to Belgium. Um, so between you us, we... lost 2-0 to Belgium. Not we. I can't say the we. Well, I'm saying we in the my sense of we. <laughs> like I would with Brighton, I'd say we. Yeah. No, and I yeah. wouldn't necessarily mean you. Okay. I, just I, just I, wanted to confirm. I know, wanted to we're confirm all that. aware of your allegiances. Oh, right, uh, right. Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I do vaguely remember that now, actually, 2 2 0. Um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, you're you're talking about getting Fernandez in. It's It, it just feels like you're plugging holes, you know? Mm. Like you've got this money, you're plugging holes. Oh, I need to get a player for double game week. Oh, I can't, you know, it's going to be difficult for me to get Ronaldo and Salah because if I get Ronaldo, then I don't have the money to get Salah. I have to move things around. When I start getting into that kind of thought train and I've got the wild card, I think that is what really pushes me over the edge because you can just sort your team yeah. out, right? You can just get your yeah. team sorted exactly how you want it going forward rather than like, oh, I've got Reguilon who might not play and I want Dean, but I can't quite get him and I've got Saka who's got blanks. And I think there is enough in your side to hit the button, I would say, personally. Yeah, yeah possibly. There really might be. That double Watford attack, really, really, you look at it and go, oh, I would be selling Antonio ahead of Watford though. Mm. That's the only one, but you're right. All those players in one fixture and the bench is, all, is, a, is a state. And Regalon, as I say, might be the difference maker there. I mean, I could take a four point hit and make my team look significantly better. Mm. And the plan would be in that hit to bring Salah in for Mount. I would also sell Saka for a United midfielder. I can afford Rashford. Now with Greenwood unavailable, I think Rashford could become a good option. I know he's been out of form, but he's scored a couple in the last couple of games as a substitute. But I wonder if that time out of team has actually served him well. And I would then have a midfield of Rashford, Bowen, Foden, Jota and Salah. And then my team looks OK because mm. those Watford guys, one or two can be on the bench. I so don't hate it's an option. It. I, I don't hate it. You know, I mean, Rashford's minutes have been awful. I mean, he hasn't started in the last five games, but he's got two goals in his last appearances off the bench. Yeah. With, with the, everything surrounding Greenwood, with Lingard's 
I mean, what is going on with Lingard? I, yeah. I can't see him him playing much. I don't know why United have, have kept on to him. It seems so logical to to, to sell him or, or let, at least let him go on loan, but but they haven't. Um, and then you've got, I mean, Sancho is back now. Ilanga's been playing quite well. We could still mm-hmm. see kind of Ilanga and, and Sancho coming yeah. in, but Sancho's been so poor this season. It's... You've got to, to think Rashford's going to be ahead play. of Sancho in the pecking order. You you would think so, but I mean, maybe Martial's not Ilanga. Gone. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, it's going to be Ilanga, Ilanga on the left, and then Rashford on the right. He doesn't really play on the right, though, does he? He's, and he, he when he has played on the right, he's been useless. Yeah, um, and he really doesn't play well on the right. But you could see a front two of Rash. We have seen in the last few weeks yep. a front two of Cavani, Ronaldo, and with Champions League coming in and lots of fixtures, I don't think those two are going to be leading the line together. A front two of Rashford and Cavani, or Rashford and Ronaldo, I absolutely love. Like for mm. Rashford, if he gets in those positions, his preferred position. We've always seen him out on the left. I don't think that's his preferred position. I think he wants to be a forward. We we saw we saw Rashford when Ranić first took over playing up front with with Ronaldo. I mean he was Four, he was two, very two, two. Yeah, yeah that that lovely formation that I rate so highly. Um, he he was foil right though he was foil to Ronaldo, which is always the problem with basically any player that isn't Ronaldo in the side because they often serve yeah. as, as you know ways of, of getting him the ball and pushing forward. But they haven't been doing that. Ronaldo's been frustrated and laboured and, and not looked right. So. I don't personally think Rashford is that bad an option when you when you're looking at like Ronaldo and and Fernandez. Like again, I'm I'm just not excited by any of them and the double game week looks all right. I mean Southampton and Brighton are, are two fairly decent fixtures. Can't see mm-hmm. bucket load of goals though. I don't think people need to be ripping up their teams to bring in United players. It's just really the captaincy don't. that week, isn't it? It's, it is. It's knowing the world and his dog will have it at Bruno or Ronaldo captaincy. So if you don't have one of those players and you're captain someone outside of a double game week, that that is high risk to go against that. And I don't I don't mind it, the EO thing, but it does make complete sense to have the armband on the United player that week. Yeah. I mean, your issue is if you, if you if you move for Rashford and... I'd captain Rashford. Rashford and Salah, yeah. You've got the captain, but then, I mean, you've still... You're, there's still a lot of problems in your... I mean, Regulon could be a problem. You've still got Alonso. Diop doesn't play. You've still got your double Watford attack. Antonio's yeah. been completely off the boil. Jota, let's talk about Jota quickly just before we move on to your wildcard team. So you've got mm-hmm. Jota captain this week against Leicester. He's, mm-hmm. I, I personally think he's massively sort of underperformed FPL wise, you know, given, given him, he's, he hasn't had a double digit return since Salah and Mane went off. Everyone was yeah. hoping that he'd be kind of really entered into the equation. They're going to be back soon. Diaz has signed to offer even more rotation. Firstly, do you think Jota is, is an easy hold on a wild card? I do for the time being. Yeah. I think Diaz is going to need a bit of time. Um, and I think we'll see him ease, ease in slowly. Um, and even Mane and Salah, you expect to get a little bit of rest at some point. I'm not saying they're both going to get a rest as soon as the AFCON is finished, but I think Klopp will give them a game or two off in the Premier League, knowing they have to play the Champions League games. And if you rewind to earlier in the season, there were times when the first choice front three, even when Firmino was fit, actually did still involve Jota. Like, let's not forget, he isn't fourth choice out of that those four names um we saw Mane drop for Jota we've seen Firmino drop for Jota so I still want him in my team because he's that price and he's still playing in the front three and same with any striker the 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 problem with strikers is always they're not getting the chances I've got to sell them 
at times when your forwards in FPL are getting the chances but not getting the points, I still like to keep them in, just like you would, just like a manager would do, right? It's like, oh, they, you know, they just go on a run. Like, think of times we've sold forwards in the past because they're getting loads of chances, but they're not getting the FPL points. I remember Watkins doing that last year and everyone's selling Watkins and then actually scored quite a few goals. And I think maybe Danny Ings went through a similar spell. But it's like, as long as their team is producing for them and creating for them and they're getting chances and their expected goals are high, then I like them in my team. And I don't worry too much about the, purely the points. Like Jota has had some double-digit returns in cup games, not in FPL. Hmm. But I think in the Champions hmm. League, he's got a brace. Like He will perform and he will hit those heights. I have no doubt. I like him and I can't see myself selling him. I'm the complete opposite. I cannot wait to sell him. I, I hate these EO 100% players. Right, mm, EO yeah. effective ownership. You know, you've got a player in your squad. It doesn't matter what they do. It doesn't matter if they get sent off. It doesn't matter if they score a hat trick. You, unless you've captained them, you gain absolutely no benefit from them. I'm sick yeah. of it. I'm sick of players like that. And I look at Jota. I mean, he hasn't had a double digit return since game week 13. He's got. He hasn't scored since game week 18. <laughs> I'm just. I'm done with it. I, I, like there's people in the chat asking about Robertson, for example. I think Robertson's a better pick than, than Jota going forward. He's less owned doesn't take up a midfield spot he's if anyone's gonna be watching black box tonight i've got some really interesting stats on robertson versus jota um as a, as a little spoiler but what well, the spoiler is that they're basically for expected goal involvement over the last four game weeks they're like completely identical exactly really? the same. yeah jota jota has slipped on all of his stats he's whenever you look at tables of, of players stats jota's always right at the top him and mares they just seem to always be at the top for you know expected goal involvement Last four yeah. to six weeks, he has dropped so far down the list. It's unbelievable. And I can't really understand why, unless it is the fact that because Salah and, and Mane aren't there, he's not. He's just not yeah. getting as many chances. Liverpool just aren't functioning as well as an attacking outlet. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can't wait to sell him. I, I, you know, I think Bowen's now entering into that, that point where it's really exciting to own him at the start. <laughs> and now everyone's got him. It's like, oh, yeah. I want rid. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, yeah, I see your point on those, those players at... at- 100% or close to EO like with your Trents and your Cancellos you can't even have that discussion because you know they are so good exactly. at delivering and they're worth it but exactly. you're looking at some of the others going well they're not delivering but they've still got the high ownership so maybe exactly yeah yeah, yeah exactly. I, feel, I, I hear that yeah um all right let's take a look at your wildcard team then that you sent me um and I, I loved it when you sent it to me and you, you said that classic thing of Oh, it looks really good. I might, uh, <laughs> I might do yeah. it. Which is oh, always now I'm the case. <laughs> I know it's always the case. It's always dangerous putting these mm-hmm. these drafts together. Um, so this is the wildcard team that you, you've sent me. Uh, Tahir in goal, Cancelo, Trent, obviously uh, Dean comes in. Uh, uh, kind of a unchanged three of Jota, Foden, and Bowen, but then Salah taking the place of, of Saka, and then up front Ronaldo. I mean, I I had to do about ten takes when I saw the next name, uh, which is Richarlison. In the side, uh, and Broya, who's kind of a, a wild card favourite, and then on the bench, Foster, eight Nori, good pick at four point three, Lamptey, uh, and Elanga, who I like. So we talk yes. about Rashford, but you're you're focusing on Elanga. So let's come to Elanga in a second. Richarlison, <laughs> you're you're backing Frank that heavily, are you? I. If I wildcard, I'm almost certainly going to go for an Everton attacking player. I don't know, like Calvert-Lewin, sure, would be my go-to. I'm 0.1 short of this team of getting Calvert-Lewin. So I'd probably just find a way to get (laughs) Calvert-Lewin. So Richarlison at the moment is a placeholder, right? I mean, maybe there's a a price drop somewhere that allows me to get it. Um, Although I'm guessing Luca Dean will go up in price and a few others, probably even harder. And I won't be clicking that button anytime soon either. 
Um, but yeah, Everton attack. Everton will score goals. Frank Lampard is going to play Deli Alley and Donny van der Beek both as number eight in a three-man midfield. Like, it's going to be a 4-3-3 with, I think, with Deli, Donny, and then a front three ahead of them. Like, we saw at Chelsea, his teams will not keep clean sheets. And to make matters worse, they've got Jordan Pickford and they've got Michael <laughs> Keane. They've got players like that. So they are not going to keep clean sheets. They're going to have to outscore teams. And I think they will at times. And I really like the idea of jumping on. Maybe it will be Gray if I think he's a starter. Again, the FA Cup will show us a little bit more. I think they're in the FA Cup. No, they're all in the FA Cup Prem teams, aren't they? So is it third round weekend this weekend? Yeah. It might be. Yeah. Well, yeah, so Everton will get a, will get a game. Um, but yeah, I... I'm interested to see Richarlison, but Calvert-Lewin would be my preference, but maybe it's Gray. But Everton attack, that owed four fixtures, as many as anyone else, and they've got some nice fixtures, and they've got an attacking manager. I like this idea. I'm absolutely shocked that the chat doesn't agree, because normally you present a wild card and the chat just absolutely loves it. You know, everyone says it's perfect, no changes needed. Um, no, that's absolutely never the case. Uh, no one ever <laughs> likes any wildcard that you present on, on stream. Um, I don't think it's too bad. I, I think it's, you, you, I mean, it's. it looks a lot like a lot of teams that are out there already, but you've made lots of changes. So I think you're hitting, yeah. you're getting Ronaldo and Salah in, you're dealing with your, your Chelsea problems and your Watford problems. You've gone for a couple of punts here who you mentioned, you know, because that's the kind of the, the fun of it. I mean, Alanga's an interesting one because, I mean, you talked about Rashford earlier. What are your thoughts on Alanga? Just because he's been starting and he's and he's cheap. Absolutely, and again with no Greenwood, Alanga's more likely to start games, and mm. he is flavour of the month at the moment. So again, like knowing Martial has left, Donny Van der Beek has left, and Greenwood's not in the picture. They've not signed anyone, so those United attacking spots, the players that are likely to fill them are going to be more nailed when they're in them. So I don't think we're going to see Sancho and Jesse Lingard as options, but I do think we can look at Rashford and Alanga as options, for example. So in this starting 11, at the moment, Brogia's in the 11. It'll probably be Alanga over Brogia. It might even be eight Nori or Lamptey or eight Nori instead of Richarlison. Who knows? But again, it's not set as a 3-4-3 this. And I like the fact I've got strength and depth. So that back five, if they all have a nice fixture, you want to play your eight Noris your, and your Lamptey's when there's good fixtures. And you're happy benching your Brogers or your Alangas or even your Richardsons. So, um, yeah, a four-four-two is an option with this, and so is a four-five-one. Sorry, a three-five-two. Mm. Yeah, and I guess you're not going to want another United player, right? Because that's that's the risk of going for one of these cheaper picks from like a top four, top six side. But realistically, yeah. you've got Ronaldo and De Gea. What yeah. you know? I don't think you not not getting Fernandez or Rashford or something isn't isn't going to is it going to help? Um, the chat's biggest sort of gripe with this team, which is probably fair, is that it is pretty template, right? It is There is a lot of players here who a lot of people have already got. So mm-hmm. your wildcard is, is addressing your issues, but it's not really getting you ahead, I guess. And that's where I, I, I would say selling someone like Jota would enable that. Because I think in a few weeks, we're going to see people starting to jump off him, but you've already done that move but then mm-hmm. if you believe in him and you believe he's going to carry on starting and doing well then it's probably not the not the time it is tricky though like, I, I look at i did a video last week looking at the the twitter template and it was you know for wildcard teams and it was quite similar to this but i mean if you're wildcard you're going to get salah you're going to get ronaldo 
you're going to have Bowen, you're going to have Trent, you're going to have Cancelo, you're going to have De Gea, and you're going to have Dean. Like the, the, those just are players you're going to have in your side because they're all they've all got good fixtures. They're all playing well. Some of them got doubles. So that's like seven of your eleven straight away. Bro is mm-hmm. just great value. So that's eight. I can completely see why people are going for him. And then you've got the Richarlison, Calvert Lewin as your kind of, you know, slightly differential. So I think people are being a bit, being a bit harsh on this. I wouldn't. I'm. I'm very happy with that. The, the harshness. That's fine. <laughs> um, um, we we used would, to it, aren't we, mate? <laughs> what I would say is this is a. I can say I can say it's a ten minute concoction, can't I? As I mean, no one would expect Janny to have done any prep for this show. So yeah, it, and, it, and it and it was as text me. An hour before we went on air, and I said I'll have it to you in fight in ten minutes. And I had it to him. In uh, five. I text you. T- I text you two hours before we went on okay. air. Okay. Well, <laughs> and it was. It was. It's five minutes. So I haven't given it a huge amount of thought. I can see in the chat a few have said asking for trouble with Alanga and Lamptey. Not quite sure why you'd be asking for trouble with Alanga, um, knowing they've got a double game week and he's in the first choice eleven at the moment, and they've sold their wide forwards or. Martial and Greenwood's out. Mm. I think Alanga's a really nice pick for the double. I don't always necessarily look at template. In my actual team, I'm looking at Rashford. Again, many might say you're asking for trouble there, but you can't have 15 safe picks. Others have mentioned uh, Lamptey out for Veltman. I think that's a great option. I think you're right. Save money as well. I think Especially Veltman's now Burns gone as well. Yeah, so that would allow yeah. for DCL instead of Richarlison as well. So I really like that. And I love Veltman. Veltman is... Veltman's like an Azpilicueta. He can play a variety of roles. He does all right in the bonus points. He's solid. I just, as a player, he's a very good player. I like him a lot. And we've seen him for Brighton, as you know more. But he's played so many positions. Like He's played centre-back in a two, centre-back in a three. He's played at full-back and he's played at wing-back. Yep. Um, fair play. Um, so, yeah, I like it. Um, am I going to wildcard? At the moment, probably not. But the more I think about it, maybe I will. A lot will be determined from, as I said, FA Cup and also Regalon. Like, I need to know Regalon is a starter. Um, I don't want to be taking eight-point hits. Um, mm. And at the moment, my team might look like it needs an eight-point hit, certainly a four if Regalon is out. Yeah. Well, one player you haven't got, um, who I just saw mentioned in the chat, uh, is Edward. So, again, another little spoiler for Black Box later. When I was doing the charts, it is unbelievable how... Edward has been doing lately. I mean, not only has he been scoring loads of goals for Palace, uh, I think he's got two goals and four assists or something in the last five games, something like that. But his stats are just completely off the charts. He's like top for expected goal involvement for all players. Um, and they're going into Norwich next um, as well, which is a good fixture. Then Brentford, and then they've got Burnley after Chelsea as well. So three kind of really, really good, you know, um, fixtures for, for Palace. He's, he's in a lot of our teams. I, I have no idea why. With those, though, with those stats, you don't think he's nailed? Absolutely not. He's he's not nailed at all, and he's only been nailed because of their injuries. And Zaha's about to come back into the frame, or he gets in the eleven. Elise's now playing better and better, and back from fitness, back match fit. Eze is very close to sort of being match fit. We've seen a couple of starts um, in certain fixtures. He. We know he only likes to play one number nine. In certain fixtures, he'll, he's played Edouard left, but Zaha will occupy that spot again. And Edouard might not be the nine when he wants to play with a big guy like Mateta or Benteke. Mm. So Edouard's absolutely not nailed. I I, I find, yeah, I, I can't I can't see he's, that. He's started the last seven, but yeah. only played 90 in three. Um, okay. And that's ben- with Wilf away and with their injuries. Which yeah, well, but ben, Benteke just hasn't really been signed. Benteke's only started one of the last seven. Um, 
AU's been playing, hasn't he? If he started sort of, he started quite a lot of the games. Jordan AU, Mateta's come in as well, and just signed a new contract. Um, two, he started two of the last four. Uh, got a goal and assist in that. So yeah, no, I know. I think he, he is a bit of a gamble. I mean, he loves to sub, Edward as well. Even when Edward starts, he gets sixty minutes, and then and he gets he gets subbed off quite often. I can see why people are going there. Um, but yeah, if it's a straight up choice between Calvert Lewin and Edward, I think it's it's a it's a bit of you know bit of a you've got to think a dog. There's a dog in the room. Dog. dog. And it's not Sharko. <laughs> yeah, it's not Sharko. It's a much bigger. Sharko's grown uh, substantially. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, that's it. I think that's pretty much it. I mean, I, I think you need. I don't think you can be going with Richarlison. I think move Richarlison to Calvert Lewin, and, and it's a fairly solid. Yeah, and I can do that now because because the, the great shout Lamptey down to Veltman. Like Lamptey yep. is a concern for minutes, as we all know, but I do love the upside. But actually, saves me point three and gets me DCL. Yeah, I, I, if I do wildcard, it'd be really interesting to see if I go here. What I, I see a chat. There's a few that like the Alanga shout, a few that don't. What I would say is that four point five midfielder. He's mm. my third sub. And if he is flavour of the month and is starting games, which I think he will, and I think the double, there's a good chance he does play both, then brilliant. I can play him. And if he doesn't, well, I've got a 4.5 sub and I don't want a third United asset long-term anyway. So I'm very happy there. Um, but I do think he'll get a good fair share of minutes. He's above the likes of Sancho in the pecking order. Like history is showing us that. Um, and I know Sancho had a, a funeral to attend and, and missed a couple of games for personal reasons, but he's shown nothing to suggest he's in the 11. Alanga has. He's... Yeah, absolutely. Uh, who was saying in the chat that Mateta's been sold? He definitely hasn't. He he's still there and he signed a new contract. But they did that post about the corner the corner flags because he likes to be he likes to smash the corner flags when he when he scores. <laughs> um, anyway, thank you everyone for watching. Um, if you've enjoyed this video, then make sure you subscribe to Fantasy Football Scout. Make sure you like this video as well. Drop us a comment as well. Let us know what you think of Janny's wildcard team. He loves the abuse, really. He thrives yeah, go on. <laughs> Don't hold back, team. Uh, good to see everyone in the chat as well. Nice to be back in FPL mindset as. Like, I have completely switched off for 10 Yeah, days. me too. Yep. And and as I say, this wildcard has come from me just going blur in five minutes. So don't read too much into it. But yeah. I mean, hopefully we're going to start seeing things back to normal now. You know, we had a full round of fixtures in, in the last game, in the last game week. Uh, you know, there's there's hope that things are going to start letting us plan more and and you know get back to the students things we like and just having football back is going to be nice. All these postponements and blanks and stuff, it's been a nightmare this season. I thought we were past all that, uh, but yeah, hopefully we are now. So, Johnny, I will see you. I won't see you next week because there's game weeks. There's a game week um, in progress, and I'm on holiday as well, which would be nice. Enjoy um, taking so holiday during an FPL game I week. No, I know. I don't know. I don't know how I've got permission for that, but it's happening. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back the week after next with one of these videos. 